Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up. With your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work The Ultimate Guide to Following Your Purpose and Creating Change in the World, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It's packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work so that together we create a better world. 
When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizas.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking all about receiving signs from the universe. You see, Lightworker, the universe, your angels, and your spirit guides are constantly talking to you. The degree to which you hear those signs depends on the degree to which you know how to listen. I remember when I was a 17-year-old teenager, still in the spiritual closet, and feeling so alone and misunderstood. Having no friends to share my newfound spiritual beliefs with, I found solace in the company of my spirit guides. Receiving daily signs from them made me feel heard and seen, and it was as a result of these signs that I was guided to follow my life purpose and do the work I do today. You see, we're never truly alone on the path to following our life purpose. Help is always available to us in the form of universe signs and guidance if we choose to receive them. I'm curious, how confident are you with receiving signs from the universe and your spirit guides? Is it second nature to you or do you struggle to receive and understand their signs? Whatever your level of confidence and expertise with regards to receiving the universe's signs, this podcast episode will help you strengthen your communication with the universe. Tammy Master Birdie is a best-selling author of The Universe is Talking to You. And in this interview, she shares with us her proven processes to understanding and receiving the universe's signs. Specifically, in this interview, you're going to learn what kind of signs your guides are sending you, how you can properly ask for a sign, practical processes you can use to open your awareness to receiving the signs, and how to not become dependent on the signs. Once you're done listening, be sure to come inside your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know what you thought. And without further ado, enjoy this episode with Tammy Master Birdie. Tammy Master Birdie is the author of The Universe is Talking to You, Tap into Science and Synchronicity to Reveal Magical Moments Every Day, and the founder of the Clarion and Foley Award-winning Elevated Existence magazine. She regularly hosts online workshops and releases weekly YouTube videos teaching a range of body, mind, spirit topics, including taming the chaos and opening up to the signs and synchronicities from the universe and loved ones on the other side. Tammy was a featured expert in the films Dream Big and The Truth About Prosperity. She has been a guest on several radio shows and featured in Authority Magazine and Parade.com. Tammy, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to chat about your book, The Universe is Talking to You, because we hear it all the time, like the universe has your back, the universe is sending you signs, and yet for so many people, it's so hard to identify those signs and let alone follow those signs. So before we go into the meat of things, I want to start with your own journey first. What has been your hero's journey of discovering your path and getting interested in the universe and signs and synchronicities? Yes. So for me, the, I grew up Catholic and, and um, I, as I grew, I sort of eventually started um, kind of pulling away from it a little bit and it didn't resonate with me. And what happened is when I was 22 years old, my mother died suddenly of a brain aneurysm three days after Christmas. 
and it rocked my world. And it was about, I would say, maybe a couple of weeks after she died, I did start noticing these subtle signs. And I thought I was nuts, but I thought, you know, this this is kind of cool. And then what happened was my sister convinced me to go to a medium named George Anderson, who lived in um, Long Island, or was working out of Long Island in New York at the time, and we lived in New Jersey. And the crazy thing is my mother knew about him before she passed, because a friend of ours had brought his book over, and so we, we sort of had a discussion about it. Well, after she died, he showed up everywhere. He was on, I think it was a major primetime news show had him on. Lifetime did a whole special on him. He all of a sudden was coming to New Jersey for for a a gallery reading. My sister would call me in the middle of the day, say, oh my God, I just heard George Anderson on the radio. Like he keeps popping up for us. I really think we need to go. And I was a skeptical Virgo at the time. So I thought, okay, well, you know, if we're going to go, we're going to just lie about everything. We're going to give him a different name. I gave him an address that was a friend's. I gave another friend's work phone number. And I was just like, there's no way that, you know, I'm going to get him to look up anything about me. And this was, you know, back in 1999, 2000, before mediums were sort of mainstream and on TV, right? So I thought he was the only person in the world who could do this. So we went in that hour that I still have on a recording today, completely changed everything for me. It was like, and and the first chapter of The Universe is Talking to You, I called How My Mother Taught Me the Truth About Life After Her Death, because that's really what happened. She, by her communicating through this medium, completely opened my world to a whole different way of viewing things. And so I eventually just sort of started moving and I discovered Wayne Dyer, and then Wayne Dyer led me to Deepak Chopra and led me to the Chopra Center in New York City, where I learned meditation, synchronicity, everything lined up. And about eight years after my mother died, I was working in the magazine industry, and I decided I really wanted to take what I was doing, and and instead of focusing on business topics and things that I was working on, I really wanted to just go to events about spirituality and cover this and tell people all of these amazing things that were helping me. And so I just decided at the time, thanks to a friend's encouragement to start the magazine and it debuted in June, 2008 with Deepak Chopra on the cover. And it is one of the world's best spiritual magazines right now. Like I love, like whenever I see it, I'm like, I light up just by the, by the vibe of it. So oh, it's, it's amazing how um, signs and synchronicities from the universe keep showing up when we reach rock bottom. I mean, from my own experience as well, I grew, grew up in Cyprus and I reached a very low level in my life where I wanted to take on my own life because I couldn't accept Uh, the fact that I was gay. And it was in that low moment that I had, again, a sign, an epiphany uh, that got me to, uh, pointed me basically in in a different direction. And um, that like inner calling that kept telling me there's something more, there's something more out there for you. And then sign after sign, synchronicity after synchronicity, I was led to this path that led me to my spiritual path. So I'm very interested in finding out what the difference is between science and synchronicity because I heard you talk about the two meaning them in different ways and drawing from my own experience as well. I know a sign and a synchronicity feel different, but 
what is it? What is that difference so that everybody can understand and really be able to understand and work with them? Yes. So the way that I distinguish it is really a sign is sort of a one-off occurrence. You can have a repeating sign, so you can see a sign, you know, over and over. But a synchronicity is, and, and the term itself was actually created or coined by um, Carl Jung back in the 1920s, who was, he was a psychologist or psychiatrist. And he actually found that the people that were, that he was working with, the clients that he was working with, when they started discovering synchronicity in their life, they started making progress in therapy when they weren't making progress before. And that's why he became so fascinated about it. But what it actually is, the definition of it, is one, it's two or more occurrences in your life that have some type of a meaningful connection. So while a sign could just be one thing that happened to you, synchronicity is sort of connecting those dots. And, and a synchronistic experience doesn't have to necessarily be in the same day or the same week or even the same month. I've found synchronicities that I can trace through the years that have sort of all connected to one another where had this not happened, would I have gotten to this place? So mm -hmm. a synchronicity is really two or more things that are somehow connected together, but one doesn't cause the other one. They're just connected. So... Just to understand the difference between the one, like synchronicity and science, are, could synchronicities be a collection of different signs? Maybe different signs. So I'm thinking right now, because I had a Kyle Gray on a different podcast, and he talked, we talked about angel numbers as signs. Yeah. So let's say if you keep seeing the same sign, the same angel number over and over again, could that be a synchronicity? Or is it a combination of different signs, like... Um, like one could be a feather, one could be a number, for example, but they are synchronistically matched together. Right. So they're really, when you're seeing this, like a repeating number like that, which I love and it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, to me, that's more of a, a sign that's happening in a synchronistic way, but it's huh. not like one situation that's, le that's connecting you to another situation. Okay. For example, if you went to college somewhere and you met your spouse there, right? Yes. That would be like a synchronistic situation. But if, if something is repeating over and over again, to me, that's more of a sign that's just blaring in front of you, trying to get your attention saying, look up this number, look up this number. You know, I'm trying to tell you something. Got it. And what are some of the ways that synchronicities keep showing up in our lives? So I sort of have broken it down to, um, to three different ways. I apologize. My cat is just insane right now. I love that. <laughs> oh, God. I can't keep her out or she'll scream by the door. So, Bring her in. <laughs> yes. So synchronicity, I have found three different ways. The first way is to provide some type of reassurance to you that you, yes, you're on the right path. Yes, you're going to be okay. Yes, keep moving forward. The second way is to wake you up or, or get you to notice something that maybe isn't on your radar yet. So you'll see something, um, again, sort of repeating for you. Like, um, for example, let's say that you... Um, well, I'll give you an example of the first one because more people can relate to that, I think. So let's say that you are thinking in your head that you would like to start um, going to yoga. And you're like, I'm, you know, I'm not really sure where I should go, blah, 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 whatever. 
So a friend calls you up and says, oh, you know what? I, um, I think I'm going to start going to yoga. I found this place. It's only, you know, a couple of minutes from here. Would you like to join with me? To me, that's the universe saying to you, yeah, you should be doing yoga. And I just literally brought this person to you. You don't even have to find the yoga studio. She found it for you, right? Or, and it can continue from there. Like all of a sudden, then you could get an email about yoga or something along those lines. And it's just the universe saying over and over again, yes, you need, yoga will be good for you, right? Yoga is something you should be paying attention to. So, and then the third way that I find it shows up is more of um, that, that leading you somewhere or guiding you towards something. So that's where you'll start seeing um, the dots connecting, where this led you, X, A led you to B, B led you to C. Oh my gosh, look at all this stuff that the universe lined up for me to get me where I needed to go. Oh my gosh, look how guided I actually have been and I didn't even realize it. So that's really the third way. Um, and then the second one, which sort of wake up and take notice, I've had so many things happen to me about that. The craziest one was, and I, and I share this in the universe of talking to you because it was insane, um, was that I had, I had heard about a type of meditation called the Kirtan Kriya. It's a Kundalini type of meditation. And I had heard about it through the magazine, but I'd never actually looked it up to see what it was. All of a sudden one day, I am reviewing a book and in the book, I, someone is talking about this Kirtan Kriya and I thought, oh, that's right. I remember that. I have to look that up. Let it go. Then I'd say maybe four or five days later, I'm in my office and I'm going through a stack of books that I have. I open a book literally to a random page, Kirtan Kriya. And I'm like, uh. oh my gosh. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. Oh my God, it was so long ago. I really have to start paying attention to it. That's the second sign. No lie to you. Within, I'd say, five minutes, I pick up another book that has nothing to do. It was a business book. I mean, it was a spiritual business book, but it was a business book. Open it up to a random page to start flipping through, Kirtan Kriya. And I said to myself, okay, like I literally was like, okay. I will stop what I'm doing and I will look into this. And so it's, I actually teach people in the book how to do it because it's amazing to, for so many different things, the Alzheimer's Association actually wants people to do it to help with your memory. So it has a million different things, but it also helps you open your intuition. So that's like an extreme example of like, hello, wake up, pay attention to this type of video. Oh my God, I love it. So it's like co-creating with the universe. I call it either co-creating or collaborating because sometimes we like expect the universe to do all the work for us, but the universe is showing up when we show up for us, when we set the intention to change, all these synchronicities, as you're saying, keep coming into our lives, leading us a specific direction. Yes, yes. The universe is always talking to us. It's, it's up to us to learn how to, how to start listening. And that's why I wrote the book, is that I want people to be able to start listening. These things are happening every yes. day to all of us. Nobody is immune to them. It, it's happening, whether it's our loved ones, whether it's the universe, whether it's angels and guides. We are constantly being guided. And when we can start realizing that, oh my gosh, everything changes. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm curious, is there a way to prepare ourselves for synchronistic experiences, therefore to open ourselves up to receiving them more and to seeing them more? What are some processes we can use to do that? Yes, yes. So I actually have a, um, a five-step process that I teach. Yes. So um, I'll go through it quickly. But basically, the first, um, the first step in the process is setting an intention. So what I talk about in the book is a turning point prayer that you can say. And then I like to say a prayer every morning. Usually, I used to do it at the end of my meditation. Lately, I've been doing it before I even get out of bed. Um, but I teach people this, and it's called the morning prayer. As part of that, what you're doing is you're calling in. I always say I'm calling in my um, angels, guides, loved ones who have passed on, all those in my soul society, only those of the highest vibration to be with me today. And part of that prayer is please help me open up, open my eyes, ears, heart, and mind to all the signs and synchronicities being sent my way. And please help me recognize them when they arrive. And then there's other parts of the prayer. So it's really about not only it's two things. It's you're calling in higher help, right? Because when we, when we ask, we receive, but you're also putting it in the forefront of your mind and you're setting that intention, which is so powerful that I'm going to notice these things and please help me notice these things. So there's a, there's a turning point prayer for you to start off like, okay, from now on, I'm going to do this. And then there's the morning prayer I give where you can just say that every day to sort of, and, and part of that prayer is calling in help for a variety of things. The second piece of it that so many people ignore, that is the easiest thing to do is to say yes, when we actually get a sign. Hmm. So how many of us get a sign, whether it be from a loved one or whatever, and, and, and we talk ourselves out of it or we call friends and family and we discuss it, but we talk about how it probably wasn't, that probably wasn't a sign. <laughs> I'm going to take that. And you literally block everything and the universe and your angels and your loved ones are like, why are you not paying attention to me? So I say, the first thing I want you to start doing is just say yes to what comes. Even if you're wrong, the sign police are not coming for you. It's okay. Just say yes. So that's the second piece. And then um, the third step is starting to notice, starting to sort of be able to notice little clues that maybe something's going on. An example of that would be if you yourself say, oh my gosh, what a coincidence. I was just looking for this. Or, oh my gosh, this must be my lucky day. I can't believe this just landed in my lap. You know, things like that. When you're saying it, when you hear other people saying it, stop yourself and be like, wait a minute. Maybe this, maybe this idea that I just got is not my brilliant idea. Maybe this was given to me, right? Um, and then the, the fourth piece is to start capturing it. So I actually teach how to start a nighttime journal where I give um, replay your day questions. So you're going to go through your day to start looking and say, okay, now I'm going to start training myself to, did this, what happened here? Was, was there anything that I thought was a coincidence today? And you go through it 
And then also sort of keeping a list of signs of, of the way loved ones might communicate with you because look, you know, your loved ones are going to communicate with you in a way that's meaningful to you and them. Not necessarily, you can't really get a dictionary of like how loved ones communicate with you because they, it's really personal. So I like to keep track of that because once you get a sign from a loved one and you get it and they see that you're like, oh my God, they knew, she knew, or he knew that was me, they're going to use it again. Hmm. So that's the other piece of it is start capturing it. And then the last piece of, um, of all of that, and honestly, one of the most important is reaching a higher vibration and trying to not only get your vibration up, but keep it up and keep it maintained. If you talk to any psychic or medium, and I'm sure you have, they will tell you that in order for them to communicate with loved ones or angels or whomever, they have to intentionally raise their vibration mm. and the loved ones on the other side will have to intentionally lower the vibration because they're on such a higher vibration. So if you can do different things throughout the day to maintain and raise your vibration, you're going to be more likely to connect with the stuff that's coming in. And none of this stuff takes a lot of time. It's, it's all the exercises that I give are like, you know, one minute to three minutes because we're busy. <laughs> So that's really, those are the five steps. And if you can start working them into your life, again, only a few minutes a day, it's amazing at how everything just starts to open up for you. I love how practical this is. And I especially like the last step all about raising your vibrations. And I don't know about you, but I found that the higher my vibration is, the subtler the, subtler the signs are. And because sometimes when we are like, we have a really low vibration, we need like a big sign for us to really jolt us into awareness and into realizing it. And then the higher vibration is the more subtle the signs are. But sometimes people start doubting those subtle signs because Hollywood, TV series, books, they have us expect all the big grandiose uh, signs. So mm -hmm. I like that in the book, you talk about assigning a specific sign. Uh, yes. to the universe. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So, um, so after my mother died, I was getting a lot of signs and I was excited about it. So I was talking to people about them and all I kept hearing was, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. I, I don't get signs from my mother or my father or my brother or whomever. And I, I used to think to my, like in the beginning, I used to say, wow, I my mother must be really powerful. Like, this is really cool. I can't believe, you know, I, I must be lucky. And then I started realizing, like, listen, I love my mom. Sorry, mom. But she can't be that powerful that other people are not also sending signs to their loved ones. So I started really thinking about it. And, and that's how I started coming up with some of these processes. One of the biggest aha moments and why I now teach people to assign a sign is I was interviewing years ago a medium named Rebecca Rosen. And in a book that she wrote, she was talking about how her husband took his birth date, which I believe was 1212, and he multiplied it to 144. And he basically just asked the universe or his angels or whomever to use this sign. And so then anytime he saw 144, he was like, oh, this is, you know, thank you. They're around me, what have you. And a light bulb went off for me. And I thought I have been inadvertently assigning signs to my mother mm. because what happened was I would get a sign that maybe had her birthday in it and or I would hear it I would hear her name somewhere or I would listen there'd be a certain song and that song would make me think of her 
And I would take it and I would accept it. And I would say, oh my gosh, yes. Hi mom. I heard her birthday or hi mom. I heard her name on TV. Well, she saw me get that sign and she was like, I'm going to use that again. And so inadvertently I was saying, yeah, use that. So then I started thinking, I'm like, why can't people just pick a sign and ask their loved one to use it? So that's an exercise that I have in the book and that I teach people the easiest thing you can do. And you can assign assigns to different angels. Like if you work with Archangel Raphael or you work with Archangel Michael, you can assign them specific signs to use for you. But if it's a loved one, I say, choose a loved one that you want, whoever it might be that's on the other side. And I just say, say to them, listen, I know I haven't been paying attention. I know that you've probably been communicating with me and I've probably been missing it, but I promise you that I'm going to be open and I'm going to pay attention from now on. I want to give you the sign of, and it could be their birthday, your birthday, their name, a butterfly, a squirrel, whatever it might be that you want to use, a rose. Say, I'd like you to use this sign to communicate with me and I promise you when I see it, I will pay attention to it. I will accept it. And I will know that it's you. I have so had so many people do this. Sometimes I say, ask for it within the next 24 to 48 hours. And I get feedback where people are like, within hours, I got the sign. I can't believe this. And what it does is it starts building you up to feel like you can accept it. Mm. To feel like, I oh, I can pay attention. Look, I noticed that coming in. And also it helps you start creating a reference guide for how different angels or different family members will communicate with you, which is why I say you have to sort of capture it in a journal. Um, and it's, it's been amazing the, the amount of people that have said to me, like one guy said to me, I haven't gotten a sign from my daughter since she passed and I got three in one day. I can't believe this. So that's really how that whole thing came to light. And anybody that's listening or watching can, can do this right now and just, pick a sign, assign it to your loved one, and then see what happens. I love it. It's like creating a unique communication system between us and different loved ones or spirit guides. And it's also a fabulous way to manage our ego usually because our ego will come in almost instantly after we receive a sign or a synchronicity and say, oh, it was just a coincidence. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's nothing. Uh, So just assigning the sign, it's like telling the ego, you know what, ego, I chose this sign and it came. So (laughs) you're wrong. Yeah. I like that in the book you talk about taming the chaos of our lives as a way for us to be open to science and synchronicity. What does that even mean? And why is it so important? (laughs) So, okay. So I actually have a whole chapter on taming the chaos before we even get to the five-step process. That's how important it is. So when I say taming the chaos, I mean... We live in a world that's crazy and chaotic, right? Because of social media, because of the news, we can now tune into chaos on a global scale. It doesn't even have to be in our own lives. However, the majority of us in our own lives have enough chaos going on. If you have kids, you have chaos. If you have a job, there's chaos, right? And and some people are crazed from the moment they jump out of bed to the minute they fling themselves back into bed at night. If you are sort of in that like tumultuous way all day, if you are in the midst of that chaos all day where you're, you know, putting out a fire here, but already thinking about the next one and what have you, you're not in the present moment. Mm. And the signs are happening in the present moment. 
So what I love about taming the chaos is, yes, it will open you up to signs and synchronicity, which is amazing, but it will also help you feel better, help you raise your vibration, help you be able to attract the things that you want rather than the things that you don't want. It, it gives you so much more when you tame the chaos, everything starts sort of falling into place. You get more into flow. But a side effect of that is you will start seeing signs and synchronicity. And the coolest thing is, again, when I say tame the chaos, people automatically think like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to meditate for like 40 minutes a day and I don't have the time. It doesn't even have to be like that. There's one to three minute exercises you can do throughout the day to bring yourself back to the present moment and sort of simmer everything down. Because when we're all in our head all the time, jumping from one thing to the other, like this hustle culture has us to, then we can't really see the signs or the synchronicities. Such an important yeah. step. Now, yeah. my last question has to do with dependence on signs. Some people like, like use signs a lot and they may get to a point where they depend on the signs and they won't take action unless they see a sign or a synchronicity. How do we manage this so that we don't depend on the synchronicities or depend on them in a healthy way? Because sometimes I'm guessing that the signs will become so internal that we don't need the external signs anymore. We get the intuitive guidance like inwardly. Yes. So um, part, part of that question is that when we are um, emotionally attached to a situation, so let's say, uh, you know, you're trying to decide if you want to stay in a relationship or not, right? You're obviously emotionally attached to that situation or emotionally attached to that outcome. When you are emotionally attached to something and you really want something to be one way or you're just so upset and, and confused about it, that type of energy, you cannot trust signs that you're seeing. I always say it. That's why psychics and mediums say they cannot read themselves, right? Because a lot of the times we're attached to certain things. So if you know, I mean, you shouldn't even pull an Oracle card here for yourself if you're fully attached to something like that. So when you know that there's a lot of emotions involved, I say, do not rely on signs that you're seeing because you could be looking into things. You could be reading into things. You could be manipulating things. And when there's an emotional attachment, don't pay attention to it because it's, it can get tricky. The best way for signs to come to you is when you're, when you're in a neutral state, when you're not emotionally attached to something. I say never depend on signs in order to make a decision. I would depend on a sign more for, um, please just let me know that you're with me and that everything is going to work out okay. Not should I go A or B, because again, when you're trying to make a decision on something, emotions are involved. So for me, it's more like right now with chaos going on, right, in the world. I would say, can, can you send me a sign that I'm going to be okay, that I'm going to be able to get through X, Y, and Z, that, um, you know, no matter what, you're by my side and, I'm, and you're here with me. So that when, you, when you're getting sort of trying to make a decision or whatever and you're, and you're looking for something, I say, go that route rather than, okay, I got this sign and that means I should buy this car. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a great rule of thumb. Um, that's why like step number five of your process is so important. Like keeping your vibration high, 
resolving any attachment we have to the issue before we are ready to just open ourselves up to science. Such a good advice. Tommy, thank you so much for sharing with us all those fabulous tools and processes and guidance uh, to help us communicate with the universe and our spirit guides. Where can people buy your book? So you can get my book on um, Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, you know, anywhere all over the world. Um, and you can find more information about me and a link to buy the book at TammyMasterBirdie.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Wishing you a lovely rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.